Hello, hello, IG family. Destiny here, and it is another edition of Moments, Brand Moments by from Ekeoja. Today I'm your host, and I'll be hosting the amazing Laura. She's the founder of Learning Stores, and she'll be joining us live today to share her story. You know, as it is our tradition on uh, moments, we bring brands online to share their story, especially those aspects of their struggles, you know, their fights and how they overcame and stuff like that. Essentially, to help other people, you know, in the same niche or in other niche, in fact, learn a thing or two to continue doing their own thing. That's the whole idea of moments. Now with moments, we take out these audio, the audio from these sessions, we put it on our podcast sections channel, you know, and spread more about this specific brand. Today, we're going to be having some time with Laura. A brief, brief about her, she's Laura, she's the creative director of Lani Stores, and um, Lani Stores is an online platform that you know, provides decent, stylish, and affordable clothing for both men and women. Obviously, she found her niche. And then, um, Learning Store actually caters for working professionals. You know, because something that I have learned over time is, yeah, I'm even reading a book, I'm studying the, reading the book about that right now, is in every industry, you have, um, uh, what they call categories category kings and all that people who find a specific niche in an industry and they jump on it and make it their home several brands are doing that apple did that with the iphone the iMusic um the crom company um salesforce did that with crom and it goes on and on so learning stores found a niche in Nigeria, how to provide stylish um, clothing, decent stylish clothing for professionals, for corporate Nigerians. That's a very specific and unique niche. So if you are a corporate Nigerian, a professional, you want to join, you want your clothes, your, your outfit to be fitted out by learning stores. Because if it's not learning stores fitting your outfit, who is then? You know, I'm gonna in a moment, in a minute, bring her on to share her story with us. Yeah, with um, give me a sec. Lani store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this session, like I t- mentioned, Lani stores will be sharing her story with us and oh yeah she's live right now let me get her on this call so yes i'm inviting her on board to share her story with us and talk to us about how she started and all of that it's going to be exciting trust me we always have such expressions and hello hi Hey, 
good afternoon, good evening, whatever you're joining us. And it's my pleasure to be hosting you today. Thanks. I was just going, sure, I was just going through your story and it's exciting because you found a category that you could actually totally dominate. You build, you, you create outfits for, um, you create different and stylish outfits for corporate Nigerians. Yeah. That's very specific. Yeah. That's very specific. Yeah. I'm sure you must have gone through some tinkering, you must have tried this and tried that, and you finally found that, hey, this is where I belong. I, I cannot be, everybody's not my client. This is my client, this is my market, right? Yeah. Cool. All right, so as it is our custom, I'm going to, I want us to have fun, but I really am very interested in your brand, in what you've been doing so far, and uh, that's why we're here, because whatever you say here, trust me, it's going to go far and wide, because we'll take the audio of this and put in our yeah. podcast channel, and we'll yeah. run promotions with that as well. Cool. Okay. So first of all, let us meet you. Who is Laura Udo? Okay. Um, good evening, everyone. My name is um, Mrs. Laura. Laura Uya, actually. Um, oh, Uya for Yeah, that's Laura Udo. It's my maiden name. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm a graduate of um, political science from University of Uyo. I studied um, uh, political science, public administration, and um, I'm the creative director of Learning Stores. So, um, Learning Stores is an online store that creates, um, produces decent, stylish, and affordable outfits for men and women. And um, it's an online store where everyone can, you know, come and then shop. You know, you have different people from different backgrounds. Some people like to, you know, cover up. Some people like to, you know, just be moderate and all of that. So it's an online store where everyone can come and shop. Doesn't matter where you're from and all of that. And we are also trying to, you know, promote made in Nigeria um, clothes because you find out that most of the clothes that we wear, even here in Nigeria, they are imported. And then at some point yeah. they become too expensive and all of that because of that dollar exchange rate. So that was the need for i saw the need for um the need to produce these clothes because when you produce them they become more affordable for everyone to buy and all of that and we that also try to, yeah we also try to achieve the african like promote the nigerian culture by sometimes you know putting in some of our local fabrics into our clothes you know just to make the nigerian culture you know to be recognized and uh, all of that so that's just basically learning stuff. yeah so i i want this you know moment is actually about you telling us your journey yeah. not where you're going where you because 
trust me, it is a mighty brave thing to build a business in Nigeria. I know that for a fact. Yeah. yeah well, I have some, I have some skeleton, I have some, some, some broken dreams. I have some I've gone through things I have done before, and I said, oh wow. Well, here I am. So it is brave building a business in Nigeria. For, so I have a few questions. How did this come about? How did you chance upon learning thoughts? Was it that during your NYC, you learned the skills you needed? I read in your story that, okay, in 2017, <coughs> you decided to venture into fashion. Yeah. And you decided to get the skills you need to see how it goes. Yeah. Well, okay, why didn't so- you just go into politics? And, you know, why well, fashion? Yeah, well, first and foremost, if you must um, succeed and if you must, you know, enjoy what you do, you have to have a passion for it. So right from time, I've always had a passion for clothes. You know, I love, I just love when I create something and then the person looks so beautiful and so lovely and all of that. So, you know, there's always this first step when you want to do something. And the first step was for me to go and learn how to sew everything mm. about fashion. So because without you knowing the basics and all of those things, you can't move forward from there. So before I went for NYC, after I finished school, you know, I registered for sewing classes. I didn't actually stay long. I stayed for like three months because my I got my call-up letter and then I had to leave for NYC. But at least during those three months, I was able to, you know, learn the basics. I'm actually a fast learner, so I was able to get the basics of fashion and everything before I went for NYC. So yes, that was how, you know, I learned how to sew. And then what's the next step? The next step is putting what's the knowledge of gain into practice. After you have gained this knowledge, to take the next step, what's the next step? Next step is, you know, actually putting this knowledge to practice. And so after my NYC, you know, I used to, learning stores was not actually the first business I, I started or I managed. I used to, I started with selling of um, tailoring materials and fabrics. So from there, you know, that was not what I really wanted to do, but it was just like the beginning of the real thing. Yeah. So I had to like, you know, now close that one and now focus on making clothes. So actually how I started was what's, what's made me even, what encouraged me because most times many people want to start a business, but the issue is the capital to start because in everything there is always the money factor you need to have yeah. money to do anything you want to do so you know majority of um nigerians they want to start something of their own but they don't have you know that that platform or that you know finance to be able to or that capital to start the business so i was already selling materials fabrics female fabrics so i from there i just 
took those ones that you know were left and then i started producing female shirts all those chiffon shirts i got i got like three tailors and then i also you know had some cutting fabrics so from there now i got tailors that could sew male and i wasn't able to actually you know get the those that specialize in female clothes and those that actually specialize in male clothes so i had to just you know <laughs> improvise use the male tailors let them sew the male clothes and at the same time also sew those female chiffon because there are usually slight differences between you know male and Oh yeah. So, so yes. So, so you 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 learned your basic skills first before you yes. went for NYC. And during yes. the NYC, you kept doing your stuff. You were selling materials, trying your hands in tailoring, honing your skill yes. also. Yes. And then exactly. immediately after NYC, you didn't wait to get a job as it is customary in, in in my I country. In my <laughs> in my country, we are taught that when you want to graduate. Uh, you have to get a job because without a job, people. You, so we begin to blame the government and think that we don't have our own the power of our own to create yeah. things, you know, and stuff. You didn't wait. You no. moved straight into delivering materials and then you moved straight into sewing. Even though you didn't, you weren't very good at the time with making clothes for men. You, yeah. It didn't stop you. You found the tailor to do it and you had your brand stamped on it. That's yeah. amazing. I have another question for you. Uh, from my experience, because I have been there, I have consulted for a lot of brands, more than 80 brands have been involved in different things. And I've known that every business that is successful today has a, a story, a history. What are the key hurdles you had to face to make learning for become a reality what are those things you have to surmount um i'll give you an instance for some of us we have to leave some friends for some of us we have to sleep late wake up early for six months just to learn the skills we, we wanted to learn or get what we needed to get done done because nobody sees what you're building until you're out there you know until you're People start to sing your your story and all that. What were those key hurdles for you during the formative years for learning stuff? Okay, so um, I think it started from when I learned how to when I learned how to sew and all of that. So you know, sewing is quite um, not as easy as some other kind of handwork that other people do. I will say this because personally, I it's not just, I didn't just start my life or like, sewing was not the first skill I acquired in life. I acquired, acquired other skills even while I was younger. Trust me, like I have done so many things. I've learned catering, I've learned decoration. So talented person. Yes, yeah, uh, so, <laughs> okay. so I've done series of things, you know, before even going into the fashion because normally we usually save the best for the last 
um you understand yeah, yeah i really love fashion so i didn't even rush into it you know i decided to try other things see what i was good at but trust me when i went into fashion you know sewing actually sewing you know cutting and all of that it was quite difficult at some points i used to feel i used to fall sick while doing it like at some point i'm doing something and then i start shivering and i discovered i have malaria because of that you know it takes you know a lot of mental stress and all of that so like wow. that was the first that was the first issues i had with sewing but you know when you have a goal when you want to do something you have to put your mind to it no matter what it takes you just have to keep your eyes fixed on that particular thing that you want to achieve not minding any other thing going on around you so that was the the first the first stage the second stage was you know when you're doing ready-made it's quite different from the usual you know bespoke and all of that so going into ready-made proper drafting patterns and all of that that's like that's like a higher level of sewing and all of that so it takes a lot of you know hard work takes a lot of you know late nights high blood pressure trust me all those things in fact <laughs> most times i'm always so into it that i don't even remember that i haven't like i don't even remember i'm not eating that day and all of that because i'm so into it and before you know the whole time is gone and uh, in fact you need someone that really loves you around you to remind you that hey come on you need to sleep or you need yeah. rest, you need to eat in fact you even need someone to bring the food for you because you alone you won't like to leave what you're doing and go and get food so you know those I mean, were the I mean, very challenging i i i completely see this i completely understand this i my ceo at exelja and who is also the co-founder of exelja there are days we go for trade days we would check back and see that oh we've only slept for on each day maybe two hours three hours we yeah. now made it compulsory that a day of a week take a break go to the beach go 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 <laughs> take a break take a short vacation, forget that you have work to do. You know, because we realize that after doing all you want to do and creating what you want to create, creating the network, creating a, a, this massive deal we are trying to push through and all that, what is left of you? I've been there and I completely understand that where you're trying to get some things right in spite of the sickness. I'm taking notes, by the way, of some of the things you're saying because I am learning and I'm still developing myself. I have so much to give and so I believe it's a teachable moment for me as well as for those who are listening to us. So if I will summarize what you said so far, um, the question was, what were the key hurdles you had to deal with? You said, um, when, you, when you have a goal, regardless of whatever you're going through, even though you're not seeing what this can become, you keep striving. Come rain, come shine. There are times you fall sick, but you keep doing what you need to do. There are times where you try to cut your materials and it's strenuous. Uh, from what you've also said, I discovered that, okay, you do not just bespoke, you do ready-made. Yes. And that is not something that is common in Nigeria. 
we do more bespoke in Nigeria because I mean, I want a shirt. You take my measurement, you make my shirt. But what you're doing is you make the shirt, I come and shop. Yes, exactly. That takes a, a that's a different level of skill because you need to get it right and create a size that fits everyone. Like basically, because bespoke gives you the room to get my my measurement and do something for me. Of so course. having a platform on of African stock, that's that's brilliant. That honestly, I must commend you. That's brilliant. Like I mentioned earlier, it's not easy building a business in Nigeria with pure yeah. high, uh, no light, uh, you name it. Network is not working, and all of that. Yeah. At the end of yeah. this call, I'm going to have a gift for you. I'm going to have a gift for you. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Just remind me you mentioned a gift so that I can say that. Um, okay, so my next question for you is, what were the trade-offs for you? What were those things you had to give up? Like, for instance, like I mentioned, um, trade-offs. Some people left home to build their dreams. I have a friend who, he left home. His parents, the environment he was in, wasn't conducive for him to develop or harness what he was trying to, you know, forge. Today, he's a massive deal. I have a friend whose father told, hey, you have to be a nurse. I mean, because in the U.S., nothing is a big deal, right? When you're not in the U.S., yeah, they, that's the belief. He looked at each other and said, okay, I don't want to do that. It took about six, seven, eight years. He became a renegade. Today, when he calls money in hundreds of thousands, people listen to him because he didn't do nothing. He was a renegade. So he said, God and grief. Sometimes to break your relationship, to leave your friends, to abandon the things you like to eat, you know, things. Yeah. Even school. I've, I've had friends who, who dropped out just to build their brand. What were those, those trade-offs for you? What did you give up for your business to have a life? Were you, was it your savings? Did you have to cut down on friends? Did you stop packing and having fun? What were those things that gave? Okay. Well, the first thing I had to do, I had to leave the house. Because, okay. Oh. The, um, there we last, are. Yes. <laughs> I'm the last <laughs> born of my family. And okay. anybody can relate to this. Everybody knows what it means to be a last born. You know, you have to be with your parents. <laughs> you understand you I'm have one. to be your parents you know <laughs> you have to stay with them keep them company but i had to leave like i had to leave because it wasn't going to work out me being in the house and me trying to do what i was doing it was not going to work out because there's going to be you know some sort of conflict of interest so i had to yeah. leave there I had to go back to the state where I school and stay there, you know, without nothing really. After NYSC now, you know, no job, nothing, nothing now. I just carried like my last salary. I just carried it and I went to <laughs> I went to a private state and and all of that and you know to pursue this dream. And my parents are, you know, they are they are very liberal. They are very you know they were okay with it they said well if this is what you want to do there is no problem you can 
you can go and do it. And no, no, I was, you, are, you are a lucky girl. <laughs> I well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't alone. Like I wasn't totally alone. You know, I had that time. My husband now he was my fiance that time. So at least he was over there to like you know keep me. You know, keep me going. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> well, you know, when you have so many problems, you turn, there's no mommy, there's no daddy, at least there's somebody to run to. So it was quite easier That's for me to do what that, I That was going to be my next question. I want to ask you, well, what were your strongest pillars through those for Mate days? Because, you know, when you're building a business, it's like you're planting a tree. Nobody yeah. sees what's coming or just you. Sometimes it's just in your head and you're trying to... Sometimes you're discouraged. What was... You, you need pillars. You need... Some people run to mentors. Some people... Um, like... Uh, some, some people we know today, they had funds, lots of funds to rely on. They, they had some security that, okay, if I do this entrepreneurship and do I'm going to have a job or something. Some had mentors to guide them and say, no, 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 don't put your, don't do this. You don't need this relationship. You don't, need, you know. And some had real relationships, like you had a husband in the making. I'm sure that you, you, you did him. <laughs> so, what were your key pillars through this period, this phase of building learning stores? Okay, well. Um, first, I'll mention my husband because very important. He was, he was my, Lucky he was my you. mentor. He was my mentor, my family members. And then, you know, while I was at it, I tried to, you know, not just make the company just revolve only around me. I tried to, you know, bring other people in, like a team, form a team or something. So in that case, when it's a team. Even when you yourself as the the CEO, you're down, you know, you can't just pull out. You can't just wake up in the morning and, yeah. you know, tell everybody stories, you know. So <laughs> at, at least when you have people around you, at least you know that you have to really think things through before you actually take some certain decisions. So, you know, those were the things I, I held on to while I was... So you you made learning so not just about you but about a, a number of persons so yeah. that pulling out wasn't up to you smart move smart yeah. smart smart move I tell you what my, one of my first companies back in Nigeria it was very successful we made a lot of, we trained a lot of professionals we did a lot of things but it was basically around me and um, yeah. at some point. I just packed up and said, okay, I'm done. <laughs> no responsibility. Honestly, like, I didn't have anybody I was, I could be, I was reporting to. I was done. And I, I ran. I, I ran. <laughs> well, you, I'm, I'm glad that you stayed on this path and we are having this conversation. Yeah. Tell me something. What, what, what is one of those basic things you would do differently? If you were starting again today, starting again today. Uh, what is that one thing you will change? Okay, well, first, at least doing a proper survey, you know, market survey before producing, because 
as a producer it's always very easy to produce but to sell the product wahala and once you produce and you keep producing you discover that you know you can't even afford your running cost because you are not selling so another thing with production is also knowing what to produce and for whom to produce because there is how you can produce really nice stores but you know the people that you're marketing them to you know they are not interested and all of that so in fact it was one of the things that really affected me in the beginning because you know i when i started i thought i had it all figured out and then i was just producing what i felt was best for everyone but the thing is that life taught me i discovered that what i like you know or what i feel is best doesn't really you know play out whatever you have as an entrepreneur whatever you have going on in your head just always know that it doesn't always play out exactly how it is in your head you know that's just you all that is just going on in your head so you know those were the things that if i were to start again i would you know do a proper survey actually write down those things i want to achieve and actually you know get to know what people really need not just you know waking up and producing what you feel is right for everyone so that's that's what cool if i if i summarize what you're saying probably add you're telling me that if you were starting a fresh day first of yeah. all you would kind of re- reverse engineer the two system you start from the customer in mind you go to that person and ask hey what do you want do your survey to be sure that what you're creating matches for day one because it yeah. is not about you yes because your business is not about you this is yeah. a mantra in um, at exchange we believe it's not about us and so we think about what's going on in the minds of those who want to serve yeah. and we see how we can tailor what we want to their use if, if a vendor calls and says hey i can't use my dashboard we are running to fix this way quickly to move things around so that it's it's appreciable to what they are looking at it's not really about us eventually just like every brand every business is not about you the creator because someone is buying that service yeah. is buying that product and if it's not useful to that person <clears throat> you lose it again you talked about markets i think that is a major challenge in nigeria that we are, we are still we are trying to even solve through exchange where there is no marketplace dedicated to the made in nigeria products you know and stuff like that and um, it's usually a drudge fighting through to do a lot of things technology is down i mean that this is why i told you 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 did a very brave thing you could have taken the easy way out just quietly get a job i mean quietly get a job in nigeria i, I had a job I, that's simple you can't shout <laughs> this life you can't see yourself just get a job and do your thing make the clothes for yourself and that's it but you're doing oh. something amazing something different <laughs> So I want to ask you, what would be your one message to those entrepreneurs and vendors who would probably who are still in the dugout today? Who are they are not where you are. They they not they they are still struggling to even make sense of what they are doing. You know, because one of the reasons why we have moments 
is for brands like you, vendors like you, uh, whatever stage you are, if you've made some progress at all, to come share your story that would help inspire those who are either just beginning, who are still very confused as to what to do, and who are lost at some point, to be a voice that guides them through. What what would be your uh, one of your key messages to business entrepreneurs? You know that you still need the obstacles and try to make sense of what they are trying to do. What would be your your one message to them? Okay, well, um, personally, I feel that success, or let me put it this way, succeeding as a human being is about it's in you you know it's all about you it's the mindset so if you don't you have to first believe in yourself you have to actually believe in yourself for real because it is when you believe in yourself that is when after a while even if they don't people don't believe in you in the beginning but after a while just because of the way you believe so much in yourself you're so passionate about what you're talking about just for that main fact alone people will actually be interested in what you're trying to do and all of that and then secondly the hardest part in life is always starting something you know you can have an idea every day you wake up in the morning you say oh so today i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and then you can end up lying on your bed and you discover that all through the whole day you have not done any of those things you said you were going to do so the yeah. first is always the hardest thing to do is taking a step actually you know taking a step further so the hardest thing is starting but once you start if you don't start how do you make mistakes and learn because you have to make mistakes before you learn so you have to just start whatever it will take you whatever it is make a move just do it it doesn't matter how much you have use what is in your hand there is always something we have in our hand that you can use to move you that that's just how it is so whatever you have in your hand whatever you have around you whatever platform everybody has one or the other that they can use to stand up. It's just that some people have not discovered it yet. So look around you. It could be your family members. It could be anything. It could be your friends. It could be something. It could even be like a platform like this. You understand? Many people don't even know that, oh, you can use such platforms to help build yourself and build your brand. So all you have to do is just make a move. Do something. Don't just sit down. Sitting down will not get you anywhere. For those that is like their ideas don't make sense to them or it doesn't make sense to anybody, you have to understand that when you tell people your ideas, the only thing that they tell you is those bad the disadvantages. People hardly tell you the advantages of an idea. Once you have an idea, the only thing that they are going to mention to you is all the, you know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about it? So I just feel that at some point, after hearing this, you just learn from what anybody has told you and move forward. You know, it's not all about the problem, it's about solving the problem. So you just have to move forward and, you know, take that step. It's all about taking the step. If you're serious about something, if some, when somebody is hungry, the person, you see the way the person will look for food to eat. So if you're really serious about this thing that you're talking about, you will not wait. Nobody will help you to start. It's you that will start. 
then people will now you know come around so just believe in yourself and take a bold step a bold step start whatever it will take you just start when you start you're going to make a lot of mistakes and when you make a lot of mistakes learn from your mistakes don't make the mistake and still try to see a way that you know maybe i was right maybe i was not just if you make a mistake acknowledge that you have made a mistake and move forward learn from it that's my thank that's you my so much Lan, thank you so much thank you so much for having this um, few moments with us um yeah your final words you were saying that we should just start because yes. we are the miracle we've been waiting for and eventually it comes down to you um everyone has their own cross they are carrying and um, it's usually not easy to live your own journey and join so much yeah i mean i want to say Congratulations on what you're doing. Um, guys, again, this is Brand Moment, and we are hosting Lanny Souls, Laura, the, the founder and um, creative director of Lanny Souls. You catch replays of this on Instagram, but the audio would also be put live on our um, um, podcast channels, and we'll be running promotions to get this out to a lot more persons. The whole idea of Exceria is actually to bring to bring traction to okay. the Africa to the Nigerian brand because okay. we believe we are enough. We have too many creative people with authentic products out of Nigeria that should yeah. be heard in the world stage. Yeah, and um, from this by the end of this week, we'll start shipping to the US and other countries. And so every brand on the platform, a culture, would begin to benefit directly from that as well. The whole goal, again, like I mentioned, is to make the made in Nigeria products and brands easily accessible with a click of your 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 your, app, your pad, your phone. That's it. So once again, Brand Moment has given we've hosted you today, and I'm I'm very grateful for your journey, for your story, and I mentioned that I have a gift for you right yes i was about to remind you <laughs> i had not forgotten so, okay so i have two gifts for you something when you make a choice i have um some partnership with a brand in the us here yeah? they make okay. african fabrics african materials authentic african jewels if you'll be okay. interested in partnering with someone like that and become a kind of supplier and stuff kind of EDM, I'll get your number, I'll call you, speak with you, you know, and you see I will set that up. Okay. Number two, um, if you do not have um, your personal website, two things can happen. We can create your customized detail out of Excelsior. Or we could give you a very clear, amazing discount on a standing website for learning stories your choice okay. Okay. so yeah circle back to us later and we'll talk about that and thank you once again for having this moment with us from all of us at Ethiopia we say congratulations on the journey thank so, you so bye much for now. Right. you're most welcome you. all right bye bye <laughs> um Okay. Hold on for this. How do you do?